Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. of you want God's very best for you and your family. Amen. Yes. Practically all of us here this morning wants that. Then listen to what Psalmist says in Psalm 84 verse 11. He says, no good thing does he, referring to God, withhold from those whose walk is blameless. This is the promise of God for his children, for his people. No good thing there's nothing that God will not do for you and me. And we can believe him in 2019 for his blessing, for his favor. Now, as we stepped into 2019, I don't know if you realized it or not. The world has grown older by one year. Now, not only the world has grown older by one year, you and I have grown older by one year. You know, there are two things that we are aware of today. Even as we sit here, there are two things we are aware of. One is how 2018 was. You know, it's right there, captured in our mind, every detail we can talk about in 2018. Where it happened, what happened, how it happened, all right there, okay, in 2008. That is, we are aware of. The second thing that we are aware of, we don't know much about 2019. Is there anybody who knows anything about 2019? No, no hands. I should put my hands down also. Okay. Yeah, we don't know much about 2019. But here is the point, friends. Even though we don't know much about 2019, yet as Christ followers, we are assured of God's presence and leading. We sit here with hope, we sit here with conviction that our God will lead us by his presence. My message today is entitled, New Beginnings. And to begin with, let me read two verses from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. You need to read this. I'm going to select and just read a portion from there. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Hear me, friends. Our God is always the God of newness. But when we say our God is the God of newness, it does not mean our God changes. Now, our God never changes. But he has the power to change us 
and our circumstances for our good friends who doesn't want new beginnings especially when life has not been fair to you in 2018 you're saying god i have stepped into 2019 2018 has been a terrible year for me life has not been fair to me there are many things lord that has happened i need a new beginning now we all want to better ourselves i'm sure you're seated there that's your desire want to better ourselves we want better professional life we want better family life better spiritual life and better social life the passage that we read earlier isaiah chapter 43 verse 18 and 19 <clears throat> one thing is very clear friends as we dwell upon that verse that we read you cannot live in the past and expect new beginning at the same time look at that verse it says forget the former thing do not dwell in the past so we cannot live in the past and expect new beginning at the same time new beginnings happen as you let go of your past regrets and surrender your present your today and the days to come in 2019 to the lord now i want to look at three characters from the bible that needed new beginnings in their lives <clears throat> the first one is elijah now elijah had a problem of burnout weariness tiredness <clears throat> the story is recorded for us in first kings chapter 18 and 19 elijah was a prophet of god mightly used of god In 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19 he stands up against the wicked king Ahab and reminds him of the wicked rule in Israel. He invites the people of Israel to repent of their unfaithfulness to God. As we read the story a showdown takes place between Elijah and the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel in the presence of all of the people of Israel and king Ahab and the prophets Elijah places a challenge before Ahab and the prophets of Baal to build an altar and sacrifice a bull without lighting the fire and he says he will do the same but here is the condition he puts before them he says but the god that answers by fire will be worshiped as the living god the story is recorded for us right there and it reminds us that nothing happened as the prophets of baal called out to their god but when elijah's turn came he repaired and built the altar and placed the cut bull for sacrifice on the altar and then he called out to the living god the only true god 
in Israel. And the Lord answered Elijah's prayer and it says the fire came and consumed the sacrifice. Even that happened, we read in 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 39, the response of the people. The response of the people, when all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. Elijah and the people of Israel killed the 450 prophets of Baal. And this angered Queen Jezebel, who decided to kill prophet Elijah. This is where her story begins. Calling Elijah the burnout. <laughs> Elijah runs for his life. Now the mighty and faithful prophet of God who called fire down on Mount Carmel was at this stage discouraged, depressed and showed signs of burnout. He desperately needed a new beginning. Look at the way prophet Elijah, who called fire down on Mount Carmel, he talks to God. Look at it. Because he was in a state of burnout. He was in a state of discouraged, disappointed, tired, weary. And so his, one, his response is one during that time. In 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 4, he says, He came to the broom tree and sat down under it and he prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Do you recognize something like this when we go through a bad phase of time? Yeah. <laughs> you recognize, Lord, why am I living? <laughs> you better take me. No, Deep down in your heart, you want to live. <laughs> but because of your condition, you're saying, no, Lord. <laughs> okay, so something like that. But here is the point, friends, as we hear the story, you know, burnout can happen to Christ's followers if we are not careful. Now, I don't know how many amongst us have stepped into 2019 in this condition. We love God, but have, the loss, have lost a sense of being in love with him. There is a difference, friends. Yes, we all love God. But we are called to love God on a daily basis. And some of us feel we lost that sense of being in love with him on a daily basis. We lack the excitement we once had. We had a relationship with God. You no longer feel that excitement. Somehow that psalm is saying, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Is no longer the excitement for you. You drag yourself to worship God. Because you feel maybe something is going to happen to me if I don't go and get my attendance. No friends. We come here because we love him. We come here because we want him to be involved in our lives. Now, perhaps our devotional life, the Bible reading and prayer has been either reduced to mere routine or exercise. It's something that you want to do because you had been doing. Or it is very occasional. It happens here and there. 
or to some you may discover you are seated here this morning it has ceased to exist at all and like elijah you are seated here this morning you are not literally saying lord i want to die you are saying lord i want to quit i want to give up you know i cannot continue any more lord you are saying everybody is saying happy new year everybody is wishing happy new year i am not really able to say happy new year either to myself or to some others i'm just able to say it in words it's not happy new year for me because i'm under the weight of the dryness and emptiness of life that i faced in 2018 and i still sit here that kind of a condition you need a new beginning here is the encouragement that comes to us friends god had a new beginning for elijah and he has for you too listen to what first kings chapter 19 verse 12 says god begins to minister to elijah in his kindness in his love he understands our frailty he understands our weaknesses he understands our struggles and so here god begins to minister to elijah in fact it talks about he goes up to the mountain where god wants him to be and there was a mighty wind that came there was an earthquake that followed and then came the fire but the lord was not in the wind or earthquake or the fire god spoke to elijah in a whisper in a still small voice Now thank God for the still small voice or the gentle whisper even today friends we must appreciate that God speaks to us individually personally in his presence here at home when you're alone that still small voice comes to us you know some of us want spectacular things to happen got to speak to us in spectacular ways right i wish a prophet came and he called out my name and he told me exactly what my condition is that happens friends when god gives a word to a prophet i am not undermining that okay at all you know there is a supernatural move of god i am not undermining that but what i'm saying is that we cannot only wait for that because right here when god begins to minister he ministers by a still small voice a gentle whisper and so we find here in first kings chapter 19 verse 4 he came to the broom and sat down and right there god begins to minister to him in a still small voice as he calls him to the mountain of god here is what i learned as a follower of christ friends listen to me i am like one of you who journey this faith journey 
We are no different, you know. The pastors don't have a halo around their head. <laughs> you need to understand, we are like you. And we journey this faith journey just like you with all of the struggles of life, with all of the challenges of life. And here is what I learned as a follower of Christ. God shows up when you are down and out. You know, when you're spiritually low. Read the story. God had been ministering to Elijah from the very beginning when he takes the first step to run away. He gives him rest. Enough rest. He gives them enough food to eat. He provides it miraculously. He takes them to a place where he wants them to be alone with him. And begins to minister to him. And we find God showed up for Elijah when he was down and out. When he was spiritually low friends. This is where we see the goodness of God. Now God is a God who says... And he is what he says to be. On the other hand, we know of Satan. Satan is the father of lies. He comes disguised as an angel of light. He attracts his people. There are many times uh, Satan is the cause. Now I'm not saying he's the one of the cause that takes us away because we listen to the voice of the enemy. From the plan, purpose, ways of God. And uh, at this time, when you're low spiritually, when you're down there, that's the time you get to see the true color of Satan. If he has one, okay? But what I'm trying to mean is Satan puts guilt on us in those moments. I don't know how many seated here this morning. You are relating to Elijah. His condition. Exactly it fits you and you're saying, I'm so terrible. I have messed up. I have not really honored God. I have not given him the time that I should be giving in my relationship with him. I have failed to read God's word. You know, and I have failed to listen to his voice. You know, God right here is ministering to Elijah and right now God is ministering to you. But on the other hand, you heard another voice, uh, Satan putting guilt upon you. On the other hand, Jesus extends grace to you. This morning, grace is available. It's not over. 2018 may be over. But God's work in your life is not over, friends. His grace is extended to you. You see, friends, when our souls become parched and dry spiritually, we need the reign of God's presence to bring fresh spiritual vigor to our lives. That is what God wants to do in this new beginning, the new year as a new beginning in our lives. Hosea invites us like this in Hosea chapter 6 verse 3. He tells us, let us acknowledge the Lord. What he's saying is that, come to the presence of the Lord. Confess that you need him in your life. Let us press on to acknowledge him. Continue to do that. There might be days up and down, but continue to press to the Lord. 
as surely as the sun rises is a certainty friends he will appear he will come to you he will draw near to you he will come to us like winter rains uh, like the spring rains that waters the earth uh, and i believe there is a spiritual rain for us in this family of god today for all of us god wants to send as a new beginning his spiritual rain to this family of god god is here to give you a fresh revelation of himself he is here to whisper freshness into your spiritual condition this morning new beginning so first of all elijah he had a problem of a burnout tiredness weariness secondly we're going to look at peter peter's story is one of he blew it up Peter's story is one of failure. Now, Peter encountered failure in his life more than once, friends. You read the scriptures. One vivid account is found in Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 10. And as we read that, we find out the life of Peter. Peter was a Jewish fisherman and his partners in fishing business were James and John, the sons of Zebedee. The story in Luke chapter 5 tells us that Peter had worked listen to the words written there very hard all night long with his business partners and caught nothing Look at Peter's own confession to Jesus in verse 5 It says Simon answered Master we have worked hard all night and haven't caught anything what does that mean failure thought i've done i failed okay because but because you say so i will let down the nets because you say so master i will let down the nets i am convinced this morning friends that there are some here this morning that you feel like peter you have worked hard in 2018 and yet no success your finances are depleted your business partners are showing cold shoulders to you you feel miserable that in spite of your hard work you were deprived of your promotion and acknowledgement you feel every sincere efforts from your end has blown up in vain right in front of your face you feel like a failure today you stepped into 2019 disillusioned disappointed and discouraged with a spirit of defeat already set in but here is the encouragement that comes to us friend god had a new beginning for peter and he has for you to I want you to follow with me a couple of verses in Luke chapter 5 very very important for us to understand and in verse 4 Jesus told Peter to let down the nets for a catch and in verse 5 Peter says that we have worked hard all night and haven't caught anything but because you say so I will let down the nets And in verse six, read it. 
It says we are told about the provision and supply of God. And let me read it directly from verse 6. It says, when they had done so, whatever Jesus had told them, cast your nets. They caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. You see, friends, when you feel like a failure, you must know that your feeling doesn't have the last word. But Jesus has the last word. We must simply trust him, friends. Simply trust him. Because you say so. I will trust you, Lord. Your promises are for me. I will trust your promises. See, friends, thankfully, our failures do not tie God's hand. You know that. We all have failed. But that did not stop God from coming and ministering to us, right? That does not mean God did not come through, gave us a breakthrough. It does not, our failures does not tie God's hands, friends. We must always remember that. Isaiah remi reminds us in Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 like this. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, to deliver, to, you know, bless, nor is ear too dull to hear. Peter felt like a failure, but he told Jesus, because you say so, I will let down the nets. Peter simply trusted Jesus in spite of his feeling. This morning, friends, I invite you I know it's very real failures. I don't know what type, how it happened in your life. But this morning, I know that we as human beings go through that. And you have a feeling that is nagging you there, depressing you there, is discouraging you there. You must simply trust Jesus in spite of your feelings, friends. I like the King James Version of the Bible that uses a very interesting word. It says, nevertheless. One word for that phrase, because you say so. Nevertheless, Master. Nevertheless, Lord. This morning, I'm throwing that word to you. Are you willing to tell Jesus this morning? Nevertheless, Lord, nevertheless, Master, even though failure is staring at my face, Lord, nevertheless, I'm going to say, Lord, nevertheless, and continue to work hard and leave the rest to you. Don't quit. Do what you're doing. God is in control. I believe that some of you had been trusting Jesus for a long time for success and breakthrough in your business and work are going to see a season of God's favor, friends. Uh, you know, you're going to see a season of God's abundance and plenty. We serve a trustworthy God who takes care of his children. I believe that with all of my heart. If you trust him, we serve a trustworthy God 
who takes care of us as his children. You know, Paul says it in one of the verses that is so familiar and so dear to us. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, he says, My God will meet or supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. If he's promised that, he's a trustworthy person. He will never let you down. But there's something that you and I need to know. We must leave the blessing and provision part to God. Sometimes we pray, God, come true. Give me a breakthrough. I want to see success because I have had too many failures. It's a good prayer. Okay? But don't sit in the place of God. Leave the provision and blessing to God. But we must simply trust him and enjoy him always. Enjoy him at all times. John Piper, a great servant of God and a writer, he puts it simply in a form of a question. And let me give that question to you. He asks this question, what is the deepest root of your joy? You need to answer that. He puts it, he's giving his answer, okay? He's giving by way of option where we need to choose. What is the deepest root of your joy? And then he throws two questions to us to choose from. And he says, what, is it what God gives to you? Or what God is to you? Isn't it wonderful? We don't serve God simply because he provides for us. We serve him because he is God. He's our savior. He is kind. He's compassionate. He's loving. That is what God is to us. And that brings us the deepest joy, friend, in our life. Now, friends, we need to understand failure is never final. But failure should simply make you and me better ourselves. We heard this. We learned so much from our past failures. It just prepares us to do things differently or learn from it what are the mistakes that we have made. It should just simply better us. So here is what our take on failure should be this morning. Perhaps you are seated here and you are identifying like Peter. Your story is one of failure 2018 and you're saying you know here is your take on failure should be friends failure is never final unless you give up God is offering us new beginning and if he's whispering with his gentle voice and says I have a new beginning for you and you do not welcome it you do not embrace it and what you're doing is that, let me embrace failure all my life, even in 2018. But failure is never final unless you give up, friend. Don't give up. There is a work of God for you even this morning as you have come into the presence of God. The great British leader Winston Churchill said, success is never final. And failure is never fatal. 
it is the courage to continue that counts are you saying lord i am in your presence you know me exactly you know the hurts the pains lord you know the challenges that i have faced you know how lousy i feel this morning don't give up the courage to know that jesus is seated on the throne he extends grace to you and he promises to be with you must help us to continue friends so we looked at elijah a burnout we looked at peter a failure blew it up i'm going to conclude with another character from the bible philemon a story of breakdown in relationships he was really broken man because of this now the apostle paul in the book of philemon puts emphasis on the importance of relationship as god intended it to be paul appeals to philemon to reconcile relationship with onesimus who had betrayed philemon's trust in him as a slave and he ran away to rome in rome onesimus's life is changed through the ministry of paul and paul now wants the broken down relationship between philemon and onesimus reconciled and restored as brothers in christ and so paul appeals to philemon to extend forgiveness to onesimus the story that we read in philemon just one chapter did not only happen then or down through the centuries you know betrayal broken relationship conflict in relationship whether between spouses family members friends co-workers and neighbors are all too common even in our generation even today friends why talk about a world that is so full of broken relationships i wonder how many of amongst us this morning have been betrayed abused hurt offended and taken advantage of in relationship in 2018 and you sit here today broken down deep within the core of your being you know that you need a new beginning today here is the encouragement friend that comes to us god had a new beginning for philemon and onesimus and he has for you too now god is here this morning otherwise are coming together it's no use <laughs> we know when we come in here he's alive he's well he's in the move he meets with his people God is here in this place by his presence and he's here to forgive you if you have offended someone somehow you have offended someone and you are saying god how can i get it corrected god is here to forgive you on the other hand he is here also to heal those who are victims 
victims of offenses committed against him, against them, friends. Perhaps you have been betrayed, abused, hurt, offended, taken advantage of in relationship, and you feel so bad today. Deep down in your heart, you cannot even face people. You just walk out because you're hurting from deep within. God is here to heal you, friends. As Christ followers, we know that none of us have the power in ourselves to forgive our offenders. We cannot do it in our human strength. But Jesus' love and power enables us to forgive as God has forgiven us, friends. We are seated here this morning as forgiven people. God did not hold our sin against us. Rather, he sent his son for us who forgave us by the final sacrifice that he made on the cross of Calvary. We are forgiven people. And therefore, this morning, friends, I plead with you, make relationships right. You begin first. Don't wait for the other person. I plead with you, spouses, don't continue giving each other the cold shoulder treatment. Get over with the misunderstandings. Enjoy each other and those around you. Children, don't dwell on what your parents said or done. And likewise, parents, don't dwell upon what your children have said or done. Let God's grace cover our false friends and help us to treat each other with love and respect. The Christ followers, as Christ followers, we cannot be different than our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. We sing that song, right? Chorus, to be like you. To be like you. That is what we desire, friends. And we cannot be different than our masters. You know, Jesus forgave and was a friend to all. And we must strive to do the same, friends, as Christ followers. The truth this morning is, yes, it is not easy to forgive. It hurts to forgive. It costs to forgive. How many of us believe in miracles? Hmm? You believe in miracles? If you are here 31st night for a New Year's Eve celebration, you heard some powerful stories of miracles. I believe in miracles. We have seen or heard God doing a miracle by healing a cancer patient or restoring a dying person back to life. And I will come back to this truth in a moment, friend. But let me share with you the story. One Sunday during his preaching, a preacher asked his congregation, how many of them are willing to forgive their enemies? They all raised their hands except one elderly lady in the back pew. The preacher noticed her and asked her, Mrs. Peterson, why aren't you willing to forgive your enemies? Well, I don't have any, she replied. Mrs. Peterson, you are 96 years old and have no enemies? No, she said. 
Oh, Mrs. Peterson, can you please come up to the stage and tell us all how a person can live 96 years and not have a single enemy in the world? The old lady went up to the stage, faced the congregation, and said, all my enemies have died. <laughs> Friends, don't withhold forgiveness, nor wait for your enemies to die without forgiveness. Definitely, we must not pray that something worse to happen to our offenders, our enemies. Nor should we pray for the death of our enemies. But I believe we can pray for a miracle. I told you I'll come back to that thought. There is a miracle available today, right now. And that miracle is the miracle of the heart. The miracle of forgiveness. I believe with all my heart, forgiveness is God's idea and it is the best idea and is the only idea that will help us to enjoy relationship with people that God has placed in our lives. Let 2019 be a year of letting go of your past hurts, friends. And enjoy God's gift of relationship. As I bring this message to a close, friends, it doesn't matter where you have been in 2018. It's gone. It's over. Forget the former things. Do not dwell upon it. Isaiah says this. But it does matter where you are going in 2019. The prophet Isaiah reminds us that God is doing a new thing. I trust we will let God do a new thing in our own lives, in our hearts, in our homes, in our church, and in our city. You know, God offers in 2019, even this morning, opportunities for new beginnings. And I assure you that new beginnings will help you fulfill God's purpose for your life. You will be the happiest person on the face of this earth if you are in the center of God's purpose. And God's purpose is what brings us to the new beginnings. Because he does not want you to struggle with what you are struggling and he offers to you new beginning to bring you back to live his purpose out in 2019. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this message from AG Kolkata. We hope you would stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by using at AGC Kolkata. We would love to know how this message has touched your life. Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories at agkolkata.org. Hope you have a great week ahead.